0: To the glory of God, to our Lord and our Savior, Jesus the Christ, the blessed Holy Ghost that seals us and secures us to the day of redemption, to this great pastor. (laughs) Wait a minute, wait a minute, that didn't... That didn't go right. <laughs> Let me try that one more time. When I said to this great pastor, y'all was supposed to give a rousing call. See, this is the way that thing works. You didn't get here because of him, but you didn't get him here without him. Amen. God has blessed New Mission. Amen. With a preaching, loving, caring pastor. So you never want to stop being grateful for that. Amen, I'm honored again tonight Amen. because you know all things considered in reality, he could do this and you would be non, no means slighted. Amen. Amen. But he is so kind, I want to thank him for this demonstration of grace. Amen. Amen. I want to thank God for this powerful choir. Amen. 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 Pastor told me I could come up. I told him that sounded like one more to me. (laughs) Amen. Amen. I'm glad to have my baby with me tonight. Amen. 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 Appreciate her presence. And a few of the members of St. Mark who were here, appreciate their presence. Amen. And they came to be with their pastor. And I love them for that. Thank God for that. Thank God for each and every one of you. And I ask a continued interest in your prayers that God will continue to do what only He can do. Amen. Amen. Now, the choir has given me a perfect song to segue into what I want to talk about tonight. And if you brought your Bibles with you, would you turn to Luke chapter 18? Luke chapter 18. from the very first verse through most of the chapter deals ironically with prayer. Amen. And so I want to start reading at verse number 9. Luke chapter 18 and verse number 9. And it reads this way. And he spake this parable unto certain which trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Two men went into the temple to pray the one a Pharisee and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are extortioners, unjust, adulterers. Or even as this publican, I fast twice in the week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And the publican, standing afar off, would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house, justified rather than the other. For every one that exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Ask your prayers tonight as uh, we consider the subject crying in the chapel, crying in the chapel. The devil is always trying to convince us that we are all right, (laughs) that we are okay. God is always equally involved trying to let us know that we are not. The Word of God constantly reminds us that man, in his natural state, is at enmity with God yes, sir. Yes, sir. and cannot find the way of mercy on the basis of human merit. Right. Yes, the chief function of Christianity is to bring the individual to a point of spiritual honesty where he will pin the blame for his condition upon himself and not upon others or upon circumstances. It is this self-appraisal that is the prelude to salvation. And the spiritual honesty engendered therein is the raw material out of which God builds his kingdom. One pastor was heard to say concerning his congregation, he says, my people believe the gospel, they just don't behave the gospel. (laughs) Amen. It says, in the hearts of many people, God is resident, but not president. Amen. That he is boards in their heart, but not boss in their hearts. That he is savior, but unfortunately not Lord. And I love the description he gave. He said that many of the members of his church were suburban Christians. They worshiped on the fringes, but rarely, if ever, would they come downtown. Amen. Jesus speaks, Luke chapter 18, seeking to teach. By the use of this parable, the outward shell of human conduct is not the determining factor in conversion. God wants us to be right at the very core of our being. And the mercy of God cannot swing into action and produce the harmonious relationship that is called salvation Uh until the sinner realizes their true nature. Amen. That he or she is not able to save themselves and that the grace of God is their only hope. Uh Uh Then the work of eternal redemption becomes a reality within the framework of human experience. The publican was conversant in the text with his own demise. Now he he, he could have, if you listen to the text carefully, he, he could have made a great attempt to build himself up, amen. Because when you stop to think about it, all of us can think of some good things that we have accomplished, amen. Amen. But the publican realizes that these things, any good thing that he had done was really of no value, amen, Amen. but rather he realized that he was facing the eternal God who is perfect and before whom all of our righteousness is as filthy rags. Uh, One writer says the very coast of eternity has a tremendous stench about it and comes from the wrecks of many souls who wound up shipwrecked, who place their trust upon the fragile foundation of human achievement. The publican acknowledged himself to be a sinner, Amen. Uh, his speech even is very short because he gets to the heart of the situation. He could have made a long talk and become excessive in his words by dealing with other matters, but he simply gets to the, to the, to the root of the matter and he says, have mercy upon me. Yes,
1: sir.
0: Yes, sir. Have mercy upon me. This, this was his cry. He, he, he didn't try to uh, spend time talking about his good deeds. He, he didn't ask God to audit his books. He simply said, God, deal with me. De- deal with me, that, for that's where the problem resides. The problem resides in me, so, so deal with me. Uh, and the story is told of a knock at the door, of a minister late one night. He went to see who it was, and a visitor said to him, sir, please come out and talk with me about my problems. The minister replied, no, come in, and let's talk about your sins. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. God help us, Pastor Ventus, to, to come in the spirit of the publican. Amen. God, help us to, to adopt the spirit of the publican.
1: Yes,
0: sir. Amen. Yes, sir. For, for in this hour, only God can save us. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. And, and God does not deal well with peacocks. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, Amen. We cannot strut our way to Calvary. We, we, we need rather to come on our hands and our knees to humble ourselves so that he will, in due time, exalt us. Amen. But if we exalt ourselves, then we go from this place in a worse condition than when we came. Now, the good news is the mercy of God is available to all. But the condition is that we must admit that we need it and then appropriate it to our sinful state. Jesus informs us, and this is the part of the text that that was such a burden to me. Jesus informs us that, that, that the publican went home justified, but the Pharisee went home dignified. Amen. Now, as far as I'm concerned personally, I would rather leave church justified. (laughs) Amen. Than to ever go home dignified. Amen. Amen. Uh, He he the Pharisee thanked God that he was not like other men. He should have thanked God that other men were not like him. <laughs> Amen. Yes. The, the publican could not even as much lift up his eyes toward heaven, but he did lift up his heart. Yes, sir. He did lift up his heart. He was crying in the chapel. He said, Lord, be merciful to me a sinner, and God heard that prayer, and he will hear our prayers if we turn our heart in humility towards him. Now, the problem with the Pharisee was, and please don't miss this, he was satisfied with himself. (laughs) Would you help me out here a minute, look at the person next to you? tell them one of the most dangerous things for a Christian is satisfaction. If you are satisfied, then why should you study the Word? If you are satisfied, why should you pray? If you are satisfied, Why should you worry about coming to Sunday school if you are satisfied? One of the most dangerous conditions that we can encounter is premature satisfaction. Amen. The Pharisee was satisfied with himself, but he didn't know God was not satisfied with him. The Pharisee, you understand, was using religion as a cosmetic Amen, amen. He looked pretty good on the outside. He, he was cleaning the outside of the platter, but inside was filth. He was filthy and despicable. He was like a beautiful cemetery, lovely without, but within full of dead men's bones. Amen, amen. Now, we must never forget that God does not look on the outward appearance. Amen. God does not look on the outward appearance, but God looks into the heart because God is only interested in that which changes the heart. God is not interested in anything that does not affect the heart. Amen. Amen. And so, We can understand now why in comparison his speech was so long, amen. His speech was so long, amen. It took a whole lot of words for him to tell him, tell God about himself, amen. Took a whole lot of words for him to tell God about himself. Amen. Now, he could have told the story briefly as the publican did. Amen. If he had told the truth. Amen. (laughs) I hate to tell you, but sometimes we lie in church. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. He he, could have told the a brief version, but he had this terrible problem, Pastor. He talked too much. (laughs) We have to be careful. We have to be careful. The Bible says that a man has to give an account of every idle word he speaks. Amen. He talked too much. Amen. But how does he look to God? Amen. He could have stated his condition in just a few words, but he sought to camouflage his true condition with a blanket of verbosity. <laughs> I've always wanted to use that word. <laughs> <laughs> it, si- it simply means excessive speech. <laughs> Amen. Amen. He tried to camouflage his problems. Amen. And, and, and in reality, I, I think that we do look good to ourselves, especially when we compare ourselves with other folk. Amen. But God is not measuring us by that standard. Amen. He's not measuring us by that standard. The question is not how do we compare with other folk, but the question is how do we compare it with Christ? Amen. And then we must say that all have sinned, not y'all, but all have sinned, amen, and come short of the glory of God, and Christ is the glory of God, and we cannot measure up to him. So, we look good in comparison with others as did this Pharisee. But when we put Christ in the background, amen, we are dirty, filthy sinners in need of mercy, amen. We do not have much to brag about, and the Pharisee did not realize this. Often we hear men say that man is made in the image of God. But reading the other day, Pastor, I ran across something. And and, and I want to see how you feel about it. It says, in reality, we were not made in the image of God. We were made in the image of Adam and Eve. Did, Did you see what I said? We were made, Adam and Eve were made in the image of God. But you and I was made in the image of Adam and Eve. Amen. Amen. And let me add another adjective. We were made in the fallen image of Adam and Eve. Amen. 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 So the Pharisee takes it upon himself to pass judgment upon the publican. Always remember that's God's job. The Lord knoweth them that are his. The Pharisee told God that he was not like this publican. He acted as if he was God's umpire. Amen. But we're not called to be umpires. We're only one of the players. God is the umpire. Amen. So let's leave the task of judgment up to God. This self-righteous man made the mistake of passing judgment, and thus he hid himself and robbed himself of the blessing of being cleansed. Amen. Whatever you do, look to yourself real good. Amen. Whatever you do, take into consideration how you look on the inside. The Pharisee looked in, and he thought himself to be in good shape. Then he looked around, and he thought the publican to be in bad shape. But he failed to look up. (laughs) Amen. He failed to look up. Had he done that, he would have seen his true condition. Amen. He would have understood like Isaiah did in the temple. He would have come away saying, Woe is me, yes, for I am undone. I'm a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people yes, of unclean lips. Yes, Amen. 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 Yes, Amen. And so we have to understand that it is not our position to judge other folk. Amen. If the Pharisee had looked up, he would have heard God say, Your righteousness is as filthy as You see, good works are not enough. You can be morally good, but salvation is an essential need of the soul. So Jesus rejected, in essence, the goodness of the Pharisee. Now, let's look again at the the publican. The short prayer of the publican painted the picture. He says, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. Hey, listen, I've said it before. Let me say it again. I, I wish that I could find on Sunday mornings a bunch of sinners. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all know when in uh, <laughs> Listen. 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 I, 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 to, I told the people at the church, if I could find a bunch of sinners, I'd pick them up. <laughs> I would, I'd pick them up. They wouldn't have to worry about the church band. I'd just go by, pick them up on Sunday morning. But I think that one category we're running short of, Pastor Ventus, is sinners. <laughs> that's, that's why preaching is so hard. Huh? See, the word is for sinners. But when you've already congratulated yourself, huh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) When you've already announced that I know that God's got to be happy with me, but let me tell you something, let me tell you something. This is something I learned in in my own life. The devil works on two principles. First of all, the devil will come and tell you how low down you are. <laughs> huh? Yeah, he'll tell you how low down you are. Huh? And then when you begin to strengthen yourself in some areas, huh, make some effective changes in your life, he'll switch around on you. Then he'll come and he'll say, do you know you're wonderful? huh <laughs> I mean, look how long it 's been since you did that thing. Huh? yeah, yeah 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 so so he 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 says, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner now here 's the question we don 't know why he went to church for principals at that time said that the publicans were not among those who attended Amen. the temple. Amen. Perhaps it was his mother. Perhaps it was his mother who encouraged him. Baby, you need to get up and go to church on Sunday morning. Perhaps it was a faithful wife. A lot of men wind up in church because of a faithful wife who encourages their husband to come to church. Maybe it was because of some, some tragedy that had happened recently in his life that encouraged him to come. Maybe it was the sickening monotony of the kind of lifestyle that he had been living that drove him to come to church. We don't know how he got there, but we know he did get there. Amen. And when he got there, he got down to business. He was a publican, a tax collector, a member of the Bureau of internal revenue, (laughs) amen. He did not feel worthy to approach the altar. The Bible says he stood afar off, and he manifested it unmistakably. He used his eyes to express his humility, amen. He would not even lift them up to heaven. He used his feet to manifest his humility, amen, for he stood afar off. He used his hands to reveal his humility, for he pounded on his breast. He used his voice to manifest his humility, for he pleaded for mercy. Amen. Amen. And there he was, and God will have mercy on anybody who comes to him. Amen. God does not look down upon the outward condition or upon the status we hold in life or even the defeats of our past. Amen. Maybe, maybe, maybe this publican had heard about Zacchaeus. You, you remember Zacchaeus, uh, the one who got saved in the treetops. You, you, you remember him. Uh, or maybe he heard about Matthew. You know, Matthew was one of his own. Matthew was a publican. Matthew was a tax collector too. It really doesn't matter who or what might have caused him to come, but he did come. Amen. Amen. But remember when you come, God knows your case. (laughs) See, that's the good thing about you don't have to front in church no more. God knows your case. Amen. He knows the book. Of your life. He knows every chapter. He knows every sentence. Amen. Amen. So, so, so there it was. There it was. The publican of our story, he did not blame anyone for his sins. He didn't blame his wife or his parents or his children. He did not try to pin the blame on the environment. He said, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. He didn't even talk about the Pharisee. Now, the Pharisee talked about him, but he didn't talk about the Pharisee. He wasn't looking around to see who else was in the sanctuary. He said, I am. I am a sinner. Amen. Amen. So there he was. He came to grips with the real problem. Amen. Amen. Now, now he, he, he calls... He calls to God with honesty and clarity. Spurgeon calls the publican's prayer a holy telegram. Amen. 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 The heart of his petition is when he begs for mercy. Mercy is what sinners need. And the publican got in line with the blessing. Amen. Amen. He needed mercy. Amen. And and that's true of each of us. We need desperately the mercy of God. Our sins cry out for his mercy. Our failures cry out for his mercy. Our iniquities and our transgressions cry out for his mercy. A a, a stuck-up Christian Christian is is an oxymoron. (laughs) I don't know how no Christian uh, can be stuck up. Uh, Walk around. I don't understand it to save my life. How in the world can you know where you came from? How in the world can you have memory of what you've done When you done it, amen, and you have the audacity to walk in the house of the Lord like you somebody special. Mm -mm. No, no, we need mercy. We need mercy. And the publican knew that he needed mercy. Amen. He needed mercy. Amen. He wanted a Permanent cure. Amen. Because he knew there's a difference between being whitewashed and being washed white. He knew there's a difference between repenting and repainting. Amen. So his heart was hungry for the real blessing. I, I sometimes think that he stood so far off, he might have even been in the vestibule. Amen. But his heart was right. Amen. And so the blessing of salvation was his. Amen. Now, 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 here's the thing. He, he came clean. Would you look at your neighbor and tell him he came clean? <laughs> he, he, he came clean. This this is important. He did not make an attempt to make the church a hideout. God cannot help who you pretend to be. Huh? That that bears repeating. God cannot help who we pretend to be. A- amen. If I got to change my attitude and my behavior to come to church, that makes me a hypocrite the rest of the week. God cannot bless who we pretend to be. Amen, amen. He calls himself a sinner. The Bible says if we say we have no sin, amen, we deceive ourselves, amen. He called himself a sinner. A sinner, and worse than being a sinner is not admitting that you are one. God Almighty, amen. There's more sin in subterfuge than there is in actual wrongdoing. Huh? Did you notice that the prodigal son did not decide to come back home until he said, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight. God can never save us yes, as long as we are deceived about ourselves. Amen. Honesty concerning our own condition is an imperative element in our conversion. Yes, it's the admission that you cannot save yourself. Amen. 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 Stories told of a group of Christians who had kneeled at the altar in prayer. One of them was confessing his sins, but he wouldn't be in quite honest. He was hedging and, and sparing. He was deviating from the truth. He was saying, oh, Lord, I didn't do right. I know I shamed your name. I shouldn't have been in the presence of that crowd. But a young man beside him who knew about it, spoke up and said, when you going to go ahead and tell the truth? Tell God that you got drunk. Tell him that you got high. Then tell him that you wound up somewhere the next morning you didn't have no business being. If you're going to confess, tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth so God can help you. Amen. Now, all of us got to remember, all of us live in glass houses. Amen. Amen. Let me, let, me, let, me, let, me close, let me close this message by, by just talking a little, bit, a little bit about the grace of God. Yeah. See, the reason that God could save the publican was because God was good yeah. and, and not because of any goodness on the part of the publican. Yes, Amen. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. The grace of God is the aggressive love of God in behalf of unworthy sinners who deserve to be in hell. Amen. So if God's pursuing love was not faster than our sinful flight, no one would be saved. Huh? Because we were not running towards God. We were running away from God, amen, amen. But redemption is possible not because we first loved him, but because he first loved us, amen, amen. Now, now, now let me get, let, get to this and then I'm through. The the part that disturbed me, Pastor Venice, uh, is, 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 is how they went home. How they went home. Listen, the publican went home justified. The Pharisee went home dignified. He left the place where God was blessing, but he left Without the blessing. Listen, listen, I got to say it, I got to say it, I got to say it. It makes no sense to me for anybody to come to church and go home the same way. Huh? The Word of God being preached, gospel songs being sang testimonies being given, the presence of God in the room, and you have the nerve to go home like you came? No, ma'am. No, sir. I can't see it. I can't see it. I can't see it. It was a tragic waste of time sitting in the church and then leave the same way, but add this factor to it. Not only did he go home the same way, the poor fella didn't know it. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do when you leave church the same and you don't know it? If you leave church the same, that means you don't know what you missed. And and when I thought about him going home the same, I began to wonder. I said, I wonder how long he's been coming. (laughs) (laughs) How how long, how long, how long had the poor fellow been coming to church and going home the same and not even knowing it? Well, let me ask you. Let me bring you into this. Don't you think that you ought to be somewhat different when you leave the house of the Lord? Huh? Huh? And don't you think you ought to be able to tell the difference? Now, I know you could have come in mean, but you ain't got no business going out mean. Huh? Huh? I don't know how you came in, but you ain't got no business going out the way you came in. Something ought to happen deep down in your soul that sends you out different than you came. I refuse to leave church the way I came. Oh no, if I make it in there, I'm going to get a blessing. I'm going to get something that's going to touch my life, that's going to change my mind. I ain't going home like I came ain't no way in the world I'm going to sit in the house of the Lord and go home like I came no ma'am no sir no 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 Feel for him. I really do. I feel for him. Huh? Oh, all oh, that he missed out on—healing and deliverance and blessing and all of those wonderful things that God has readily available for us—but he sit in the midst of them all and left like he came. Huh? Huh? Something wrong with that? Wrong with that? Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah. I am so glad. Amen. That he left the publican. I can see him walking home. (laughs) Now, his head was down in church. But when you've been justified, Help me somebody. (laughs) When God has effectually touched your life while you were in the sanctuary, your head ain't down no more, (laughs) your head is up, and you got a different way of walking. When God has done something for you in the sanctuary, you got a different way of walking. Now, he might have been dragging his feet when he was coming, but he was skipping when he went home. Because when God does something for you in the sanctuary, you don't leave like you came. Somebody ought to help me in here tonight. You don't leave like you came when God, somebody said, we won't leave like we came in Jesus' name. Then one more thing came to mind. I was hoping nobody ran into that Pharisee when he left church. It's a terrible thing to run into church folk after church, and they still mean like they was before church. huh? (laughs) Help me, somebody. I was hoping he didn't run into nobody when he left the church. Mean frown on his face, still looking like he'd been sucking on lemons. Something was wrong with that. I was hoping he didn't run into nobody. If you're going to run into anybody when they leave church, I hope it's the publican. I hope it's the publican. Finally... I want to tell you where my title came from. (laughs) Crying in the Chapel. When I was a kid uh, and and growing up in Covington, uh, and my father was pastoring Macedonia Baptist Church, and he had a deacon named Deacon Brooks. (laughs) And Deacon Brooks sit with the deacons on Sunday morning. But what was so amazing about Deacon Brooks Every time my father came to the pulpit and opened his Bible and said, my text this morning, and he gave his subject, Diggin Brooks would pull out of his pocket a handkerchief. (laughs) And as soon as my father got to preaching, Diggin Brooks would go to ball. (laughs) And I wondered to myself, what makes this old man cry every Sunday? I had to get this old before I understood. When you got a living, live consciousness of sin, it'll make you cry in the chapel. Now, here's my last point. I've been noticing at St. Mark on Sunday, I see very few handkerchiefs.
1: Yes,
0: sir. And it causes me to ask, as sinful as these times are, <laughs> look like to me, we ought to have to pass out handkerchiefs at the door. <laughs> Here, you give one, and you give one. You take two. <laughs> now, the only handkerchiefs I've seen is for the ladies when they're covering their knees. Which in reality, if they had to wore a war long skirt, they wouldn't need it in the first place. <laughs> Folk used to cry in the church when the preacher got to preaching about sin that was weeping in the sanctuary. Back when preachers wasn't scared. When they used to look you right in your eye and tell you, if you don't change your ways, you're going straight to hell. I remember the morning's bench. When the old sisters would come up, put their arm around a brother or sister, say, Pastor, sing that chorus one more time. Huh? And the dam would break. Yes, and tears yes, would lock under their chins. Yes, and you could feel the heat of hell yes, in the sanctuary. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <Yes, sir>. yes. <laughs> <Yes. Yes. laughs> you couldn't feel comfortable. Because one of them will bust out and say, I cannot live in sin and feel the Savior's love.
1: Thank you, Lord.
0: Yeah, I'm talking about when the fire of the Holy Ghost was all over the sanctuary. Yes, indeed it. There were tears, yeah, in the sanctuary. Lord Jesus. Mm. Well, there was a consciousness, huh? consciousness of God's presence. I'm trying to stop, but I keep remembering. Huh? (laughs) Yeah. See, we listen, listen, listen. We we ain't always been this cold. (laughs) We ain't always been this dead and dry. Huh? I can tell you about a time when men used to shout. Yeah. The ushers couldn't fan nobody because the ushers were shouting. And here we are, we got all this stuff. Lord have mercy. God's been so good to us. Huh? And now we're just as distant, disconnected. As we can be, and if somebody begins to rejoice in the church, we look at them like a string. Huh? Somebody get happy then, us, you want to carry them out. Don't carry them out, get some of them dead folk and carry them out. Amen. 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 God bless you. May God keep you. Amen. Amen. Whatever you do, whatever you do, remember how blessed we are. Just to be able to call his name. I I said at St. Mark, we ought to have to buy pews about every three months. Because we think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for us. And how he has brought us from a mighty long way. Amen. Shouldn't take no praise team to pump us up. You ought to come in the door praising him. Amen. He's been so good. He's been so good. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Yes, sir.
0: Oh, Amen. God. yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Been so good. Yes. yes sir. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Been so good. Been so good. Yes. yes. I think,
1: about, so
0: I think about I oh, think about that God would be merciful enough you, to take a Negro like me.
1: <laughs> you,
0: and let me preach his gospel. And it blows my mind you know, you've heard folks say it could have been dead. but they, Some folks just talking. I know that reality. Hmm? Two of the most wonderful words in the Bible are but God. <laughs> That's it. That's it. You ask me how I got here. But God. Praise his holy name. Praise his holy name. Whatever you do, whatever you do, maintain a spirit of humility. Amen. Jesus says if a man invites you to dinner, when you go in, find a low place. Yeah. Yeah. And be so grateful for the gifts he's given you. Amen. The gifts he's given you ways that he's blessed you. Amen. I'm through. Would you bow your heads with me now? God, we thank you for causing this awesome story, this awesome account of the Pharisee and the publican to be included in the record. We, can, we confess, we confess today that not all the Pharisees are dead. That sometimes our problem is our estimate of ourselves that's wrong. We find ourselves taking credit for what you've done. But we want to thank you for the publican. who dares not assume anything about himself, but he says, if you want to know who I am, I'm a sinner, and I need mercy. So we pray that will, that will, that will take root in us, that we'll realize what our true nature is We were born in sin and shaping in iniquity And had it not been for the blood of Jesus Had it not been for his awesome sacrifice But you loved us so much you gave the greatest sacrifice for us, and we thank you for it. And we're not going to misuse this church time from now on. Whenever we come into the sanctuary, we're going to give you glory, and we're going to give you honor, and we're going to give you praise. We're going to praise you if nobody else praises you. If we're the only one who gives you glory, then we'll be that one. Because we don't want to leave church like we came. We don't want to leave dignified. We want to leave justified. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, for Christ's sake, Amen.
1: Perhaps there's somebody here who don't know the Lord Jesus Christ. I got preachers here that will pray with you. And if, if you want to reunite with one of the two churches or any church in the city, you can come. If the Lord is ministering to you, and you need to minister to minister to you. Come.